just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favorite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome back to a yet another week of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy Spicy B, Sweet Livy. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. I know. I couldn't take myself seriously then. <laughs> Just love hamming it up, don't you? Far I out. love having control over the intro <laughs> and where it goes because it sets the tone. It sets the tone for the evening. I know, but I feel like the last few, well, all of season three so far, you haven't been very creative with our nicknames. I haven't. Agreed. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> well, having control over the intro with great power comes. Very true. What, I don't know what great the responsibility is. Yeah, great responsibility. And I think, you know, I set the bar really high in season one and two for like. <laughs> but you did. You got pretty creative. And then the creativity started to dwindle to the point that it became a stress for you. Yes. It became stressful. And I also thought season three, let's, let's come back with a bit of um, decorum. Okay. okay. Let's come back with a bit of this is a serious podcast now. We have uh, investors and we have people with a vested interest in this. Okay. So um, let's pull our socks up. Okay. okay. Yeah, time to get onto it then. Okay. Well, Libby, on that note, <laughs> how was your week? I had a really good week, um, though I have been getting a bit too cold lately. The weather's changed oh. and I've been – I know that – Put on a jumper, bud. Mate, I've been putting on like so many layers – not good. I went to the Swans this weekend, was sitting there literally like an ice cube. I feel like my association with AFL games, I've only been to one. But <laughs> still feels good, yeah. My association with it is that they're always so cold. Well, I can now feel you. This was just freezing. I was so much so that I was going to the bathroom, washing my hands only to dry them, to have them in the warm dryer. Oh, that's Because that's how cold I was. Oh. And you know when you're trying, like Jack and I were trying to have a few drinks, just like have a good time. And I couldn't drink because the liquid was too cold in my hands. Oh, yeah. That, like, I had to skull put it down. You skull put mittens. it down. I literally needed mittens. Oh. Yeah. So I, I couldn't enjoy the game. But otherwise, relatively good weekend. Um, I hear you guys were lazing around with Susan. <laughs> did you like that caption? I thought it was really creative. Yeah. I mean, I did think that maybe you guys had a few wines at the time that you'd created the caption. But... I mean... <laughs> If you don't know what we're talking about, head to our Instagram page. You'll see a photo of um, some yum cha, I suppose. Yes, Mm. we headed to East Phoenix in East Village. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was sitting there going, this place has been talked up. It was. So Prudence has gone quite a bit and I think she's gone quite a bit with quite a few wines. Yes. So every time she's come back, she's like, it's amazing. It's so yum. So I was really ready. I'm on antibiotics still, so I wasn't drinking. And it was just a bit average. Like spring rolls were cold, noodles were dry. Like oh. wasn't hitting the spot for me. What do you think, Belle? I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. I don't go to yum cha or Chinese much. Yep. So, my like, I thought it was great, but that's just because I don't know. But also, yeah. in fairness from what you've told me, Belle was a few more wines deep than B. Yes. So maybe that's also where the de- decision-making <laughs> lay. Like it was, yeah. And it was kind of a weird vibe. <laughs> like, there wasn't a lot of people in there. It was a ginormous restaurant. Yeah, that's the other thing. It was just us taking over. Oh, and you know how, like, at the end of a Chinese meal, you get a fortune cookie? Yes. Of course. I We all got our fortune cookies. <laughs> I get so excited. I love this stuff. 
crack mine open and I've got no future. She had no fortune. <laughs> and then she grabs the guy and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't have a fortune. I need a fortune. Can I have another cookie? I have, the way you said that too, I have no future. <laughs> I seriously was like I googling gonna... later what it meant <laughs> not... oh oh come on now i was like I'm in the uber Google. seven six hours later being like being like what does this mean what does this mean <laughs> Do, am i okay what's going on am i gonna die tonight <laughs> great besides all of that yeah no fabulous absolutely fabulous and then you know we kicked on to mine it got a bit out of hand and you know we won't speak any more of that yeah no mm. need to speak any more of that no. sounds like a very wholesome <laughs> Night. <laughs> you know what we should speak of? Talk of the town, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss what's hot off the pass in food this week. Libby. Okay, I've got another one for you this week. Loving it. Mm-hmm. So very famous chef, Claire Smith. You may have seen her on MasterChef. Not Steph Claire Smith. <laughs> <laughs> not, not she's Steph a woman Chris. of many talents. She, she is, could have been on MasterChef. But she's not the chef I'm talking about. Claire Smith, three Michelin star restaurant in London Ooh. called Core. She's come to Australia and it's opening a restaurant called Encore Ooh. in the Crown. It's going to be very exciting. She's um, a very renowned chef. She was actually sort of the protege of um, Gordon Ramsay. So that's sort of where she's, oh. okay, you know, come from. And she's actually the first woman to have owned a restaurant that ever received three Michelin stars. Did that make sense? But you know what I mean? Wow. Wow. Yeah. So she's very impressive. I'm very excited to see how it goes. Um, Keep your eyes peeled. It opens in July. Amazing. But, B, can you tell us what was even more amazing? I can indeed, Bella. Lights, camera, action. Because it literally felt like we were in a movie walking into Franca Brasserie. (laughs) The dim lighting, green leather booze and effortless charm simply had us transported. Located on the iconic Maclay Street, Potts Point, Franca Brasserie is not your classic French brasserie. The menu, orchestrated by former Bathers Pavilion head chef Alexis Bissau, favours the modern and Mediterranean, showcasing regional France and neighbouring coastal towns. With a $2.5 million fit-out, this venue brought to us by Andrew Becker of Double Bay's Pelicano leaves little to the imagination and you simply must get there. Ladies, what did you think? Whoa, $2.5 million fit out. Yeah, B, when you were saying that, Libby and I both just <laughs> looked at each other. <laughs> did it look like $2.5 million? Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> oh, look, did, um, did I it mean, though? I don't know what $2.5 million looks like. I've never looked at even a million dollars. So. It looks like that, honey. And oh, yeah. it's just, honestly, you do, as B was saying, it does feel like another world. And I kind of am here for it. Absolutely. And I don't know if you guys remember, I certainly didn't. It used to be the Fratelli Fresh on McClay Street. No, oh, no, so that's no, what no used memory, to be. Yeah. yeah. So they gutted it out or whatever. And that makes sense because the space is so big and generally Fratelli Freshes are huge. Yeah. And you can see the money. Like you get the proof is in the pudding. And it is like the, the ceilings are so tall and it's like just beautiful. The lights are everywhere. The, the kitchen fit out even looks extremely beautiful or the bar. Yeah, into it. Even we were saying when we were there, a nice place seems to always have those little lamps. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes, like yellow, like all those places we've been to have those little tiny little like poker lamps, whiskey lamps. I don't know, you feel like it adds that little bit of class to it yeah the ambience just goes right from a zero to a hundred like <laughs> even in the place we we're having drinks before the roosevelt they had those little lamps <laughs> like, it's obviously a mcclay street thing it must be 
so the ethos of the place was apparently when they were building it or, you know, designing it was to be open. And you can see that. So as soon as you walk in, it's all on one level. It's all quite long, should we say? Yeah. And even the way that we were sitting. So we were sitting in a booth and there's obviously the three of us, but we were all sitting facing outwards. So sort of next to each other in a round semicircle. And it just like that kind of thing adds to that openness because you're then like looking outwards as opposed to looking kind of inwards. Yeah. yeah. And they've configured it in such a way that I guess I would almost say there's sort of two sides of the restaurant. Like it's all the same restaurant, but it's got that wall sort of down, not wall, but yeah. bit down the middle where all the booths come off. Mm. So it's sort of like two spaces of the restaurant. Yeah. But it's all open, if that makes sense. It's yeah. actually a really clever way of making room for more. Yeah, tables. actually, that's so true. That. And like keeping it private because you've got that barrier there, but you're also quite close to the table next to you anyway, like near you anyway. Without even realising it. Yeah. I know I did. Like I'm not a thief, but I did think I could easily, you know, put my hand over and steal the bottle of wine on the other side. Okay. I mean, at least you said wine. I didn't know what you <laughs> 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 wallet. I was like, no, not the wallet. Things getting dire. Um, although, remember, oh, our waiter thought I was hitting on him. Oh, That oh, was awkward. That was the funniest thing ever. So it started out, he was telling us that he was really hungover and, you know, he didn't have much sleep. And then Libby goes to the bathroom. B's just there chatting up the guy. Not chatting up, but just chatting him. Yeah, I'm a chatty person. Yeah. yeah. Chats to everyone. Don't take it as a compliment. <laughs> anyway, they were chatting and B goes, so what time? <laughs> now what, in hindsight, it sounds bad. What time do you get off work? <laughs> Meaning she was just generally worried about his well-being because he was explaining how tired he was before. <laughs> and he goes, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> no, no. He went on this like roundabout story about his husband. Oh, sorry. Husband. And I was like, you know, when someone is putting way too much detail into a story, you're like, oh, okay. Like you're trying to give me the hint that you were gay and very much not interested. Whereas I'm like, I don't care about this story. It was purely like, do you get off at 10? Do you get off at nine? Are you getting some sleep? Like, <laughs> and then the rest of the dinner was like, oh, we it was were trying, me, to- trying to like, guys, drop that like. I'm interested in dudes or I'm a lesbian or just like that I'm not interested in anything other than this guy. (laughs) It was a great start to the tone of the evening, I thought. (laughs) Just made us all feel hilarious. I don't know. Great, great. But I do want to take it to the first little bit of bad taste that we got in our mouth. Oh, Oh, yeah, I know where this is going. Now, obviously the menu comes down and we did our sort of normal looking and we'll go through the menu in a moment. But what hits the table is the bread and butter. Which, to be fair, was kind of funny because you literally said, like, oh, I hope we get bread. And I was like, surely in a place like this we get bread. And then butter bing, butter boom, bread was put on the table. Literally. I think it was just weird because they did bring it out quite. We were there for a while before they brought it. True. But they brought it out and we go, oh, yes, been dying for this piece of bread. We're all ravenous. Grab the piece of bread, bite into it, stale bread. Mm. But you know what? That butter... And whatever the hell was on that butter made the stale bread fine. I, just, I don't know if it made it fine. It made it palatable, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say fine. Like I'm there with the stale bread. Like correct me if I'm wrong. In a sourdough sort of thing, it's just so easy to tell when it's stale. It just is. I just think bread generally is so easy to tell when it's stale. And the reality was, I think what's happened is they've cut it up too early. So it's probably someone on last night's shift or the lunchtime shift that cut up the bread ready on those little plates that they have. 
And so it wasn't Don't even. I love this insider knowledge of a chef. I like, never we wouldn't know, know that. We'd just be like, oh, it's stale bread. Libby's like, oh, the service was wrong. The service was wrong, guys. <laughs> just like the timing of it all. And maybe they looked at us and thought, okay, these girls aren't going to be spending heaps of dosh. So. Oh, so we'll give them the stale freaking plate. Because how did they get through so many covers that night? We were late. Our seating wasn't until 8 45. So we were late in the night, but it, they still managed it's to have a. Uh, guys. I'm here for late dinners, particularly on a Friday. Get wasted. Oh, which we didn't. Sorry, I was on antibiotics. No, that didn't actually happen. <laughs> that is not what happened on Friday night. On Friday night, instead, we decided to just get one glass of wine each. And in fairness, B was on antibiotics, so she did not even have one. So Bella and I both just got delicious glasses of red. Mm-hmm. I'm a new woman. You are a new woman. It's a nice little trend for you. Keep it up. Interesting, though, about the wine. Sorry, side note. Um, it is obviously a French sort of restaurant, but they have quite an extensive wine list. And they've chosen to put Australian, New Zealand and French wines. Oh, okay. So there was Australian and New Zealand options. I don't think I really noticed too much about the wine list, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, we weren't really digging in deep, were we? No. So we just sort of And we only really it. looked at the by glass. Which there wasn't many by the glass from memory. Yeah, I think that there was just a selection of a few, which I don't actually mind because it helps me <laughs> eliminate choice. I think we skip over our wines because I got the Grenache and I was sort of like, it's good, it's fine. It sort of tasted like something. Neither here nor there. Yeah, but moving on to the menu, though, it was an interesting menu. We haven't really done this sort of style for a very long time. And sort of what I'm talking about is really traditional, where you have a entree, a main, and then perhaps a dessert. True. We're very used to a lot of share places. It's really sort of trendy or it's quite a modern thing to have share plates. And so everywhere you go now is just share. But yeah, it was interesting. We all looked at each other being like, oh, so we all get our own entree then. This is kind of cool. We did not know what to do. (laughs) And we had to ask the guy to explain it to us. And he was very much like, um... Do you go out ever? Yeah, like, it was kind of like, <laughs> yeah, so you get an entree and you get a main age. That's kind of how it works. <laughs> but in saying that, Bella and I did decide to share in the end because there was something on that menu that we both just couldn't go past. Now, mm. I'm so, so glad we did not go past it. Mm. If you looked at the menu, you would have known what Bella and I were going to choose. If you know us, we went for the lobster. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. It had... Caviar of the top and a sort of um, butter sort of sauce with chives throughout and literally it hit the table and maybe B, you can recreate the moment for us because Bella and I were in heaven. Yeah, you kind of momentarily lost it and I got a great photo, which I think it's on Instagram. Well, I'm going to put on Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. You guys probably won't let me. Of just you two like savagely tearing it apart and like caught in the moment and like Libby's face is like pure like, like ecstasy. Get literally, <laughs> literally ecstasy. It felt like euphoria and we honestly were like sucking it by the end. Oh, yeah. It was getting quite. Um... But so to start off with, we've obviously got the beautiful meat in the tail and then the, the sort of head meat, which is much more sort of soft and creamy. It was all so amazing but then Bella and I were like there's got to be more mm. there's just got to be more I know the disappointment when you're like picking through it to find more. <laughs> anyway when the lovely waiter B's friend the waiter comes and picks up our <laughs> <Must> squeeze <laughs> our lobster he's like oh I've never seen anyone do this to the lobster yeah, before he literally he commented like that he'd never seen someone savagely attack a lobster like that in Franco Brasserie I mean, come on. Surely it's happened before. Yeah, we were like, come on, mate. Pull yourself together. But anyway, so to explain how good it was, I don't think I've ever eaten anything nicer. In your whole anything. What? You know what, Libby? I think I have to agree. (laughs) What? Are you both serious right now? 
Um, excluding maybe a dessert here or there, but in terms of the savory food, that is probably the nicest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah, you were getting so excited. You were like, I need to come back here. Jack, I need to come back here. You asked my squeeze. You're like, hey, can I come back here and like just like order this in a dessert? Like, is that fine? <laughs> He's like, you can come back and order whatever the hell you want. <laughs> you're the boss of your own destiny, <laughs> Whatever, babe. man. Like, as long as you're putting cash on the table, we're taking orders. Yeah. So if, we, if you're ever looking for Libby, it's probably where she's going to be. I think it's going to be my new hangout. Amazing. Here for that. Definitely here for that. So <laughs> once that was off the table, I mean, well, sorry, that was on the table. You guys were in your own little element, sucking, <laughs> cracking. I don't even know what was going on. It was quite scary from my side of the table. I got the mushroom nakai noki for <laughs> those, those playing are, along. <laughs> those playing along at home. Interesting. More of like, I guess when I think noki or pasta or anything, I always think it's going to come in a really creamy, thick sauce. But it came with this sort of like refined, nice sort of like oil do you reckon it was butter maybe you know how they sometimes do like a burnt butter on i think maybe it was like a burnt butter sauce thing Mm, yeah i feel like there was a lot of butter happening there was definitely a lot of french restaurant they love their butter einstein right over here (laughs) um it wasn't like i said a mushroom gnocchi so it came with like the traditional sort of mushrooms and then the long enoki ones yeah like the the long ones that look like lots of stemmy bits delicious enoki delish Yes, so good. I really enjoyed it. I gave you guys a bit. What do you think? I thought it was really rich from my... Really? Yeah, but I think it's just because I was having my simple... Do you think maybe you had like a bit of butter caviar stuck in the cheeks? <laughs> yeah. I know, we were having caviar and lobster and you thought the potato was <laughs> you rich. Thought the, you thought the <laughs> refined potato gnocchi was rich. I don't know. You literally commented that it wasn't that amazing. I know. I, I don't know why. I, I think, think your what, palate is fancier than mine, though. No, I think also I was eating the most delicious yeah. thing I've ever yeah, eaten. Yeah, I think it was you guys were the wrong people at that time to ask. Yes, but I, in fairness, I have always found um, Noki challenging because I've eaten it many times, but I've only ever really been like, wow, once. Mm. And that's because I do find it sometimes quite chewy. And again, because they'd sort of, you know, at the end of cooking, they'd pan fried the Noki. Mm. So it had those sort of char elements onto it, which make it really delicious. It did get a bit chewy as opposed to being really light and pillowy, I thought. Yeah. yeah. But then again, what am I comparing it to? Like the most delicious meal of my whole life. So like (laughs) hard to relate. Yeah. I mean, like, do we just stop the podcast now? (laughs) We've actually done it. We've found the dish. Look no further, Sydney. We cracked the Da Vinci Code. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) Like it's done. I'm turning off my mic. (laughs) No, no, no. Because we do need to talk about mains. That was only the entree. Oh, how can we even take it higher? Well, I think that's right. I just don't think it did go higher. Oh, no, yours didn't. No. Ours did. I ordered the risotto and I got this. It's because I wanted more seafood. I was being greedy. That was what the situation was. It had it had king prawns, mud crab, sort of a tomatoey based risotto, and I thought I was going to like it, and it was still very nice. But I think I just had this weird thing about risotto. I just don't know if I like risotto. Really? No, I get that. I have a very weird relationship with risotto. I think it's an interesting dish. It's kind of like gluggy rice. No, but meant to be good. It is not at all. I think I have the best relationship with it. <laughs> okay, maybe no, maybe yours is a healthy relationship. And maybe healthy. you've actually had good risotto. And the issue that I was struggling with was being like, well, I want to have it here because I want to have what good. real good risotto tastes like. And so I was expecting high things. And I don't know. I think it's me. I don't think it was them. I think it was just me. So overall, I was happy. I was stuffed to the bloody brim. Mm. But we'll get there. I just think maybe I need to not order risotto. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe not. The plating was interesting though. I liked how it was like spread out. Yeah, it was like sort of a really thin layer over a plate as opposed to a bowl. Um, which I had seen before when I'd been to Rick Stein's and I got the risotto, the seafood they did risotto. Like that. Yeah, they did that. So it must just be like a fancy way of of serving it. Of yeah, something like that. Well, now talk to me about what you guys got. Well, we continued down the sharing avenue. <laughs> you bear mm. belt. You did get double share. I know. For someone who started this podcast saying she didn't like to share food, I think we have changed you. I think so too. <laughs> so many revelations on this this episode. We're like we've cracked the code. <laughs> yeah, I think we. I think this is the finale. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, <laughs> kidding, guys. <laughs> We're here forever. <laughs> Talk about it. Tell us what you got, Belle. So we decided to get the chicken and the steak. Yes. So more to the menu. I guess we did the, the, the confit chicken and the sirloin with the palm fritz. And we Bella. Fancy terms over here. <laughs> fancy terms for a fancy gal. The chicken was yum. Yes, Libby, you have your hand up. Chippies. Oh. Chip, chippies at a fine so, dining restaurant. Yeah, but I is love... that a thing though? Like, you know how when you it's... go to France and you go to Paris, they have like the classic uh, steak and chip place. It's so, it's so French. Like so just French. having chips. It is. French chips. French fries, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> French chips. <laughs> you should have seen her face. <laughs> could, okay? could not have been more excited about her revelation of French chips. I just Little did she know. <laughs> my voice. That is hilarious. I love it. But yes, so basic French, that's what it looks like. That's what you get. And they're quite good. I quite like them. Tasted amazing. The, the chicken as well was so good. It had this beautiful polenta sort of mash and a jus. Mm. And I can't put my finger on what else was in there. It was some sort of vegetable or edible flower. I'm not really yes. sure. Right? The purple thing? Grapes? No. No. Plum. I, no. It was dark green in my head. I think it was maybe a fruit or something. So I said grapes or plum. Maybe. I don't know. I remember thinking this is interesting, but I'm here for it. And then, yeah, the sirloin chips and that sort of Bernaysi sauce, whatever it was, was just, oh, it was so good. The best part about getting the sirloin and the chicken was that you could dip your chips from the sirloin into the jus and right. polenta. Interesting because I was in the opposite. I was dipping my sirloin into the polenta. I mean, you could do that too. Nice to have both together, but mm. very not traditional to mix those two together, I'd say. No. No, to duck and vibes, but yeah. <laughs> but we love a to duck and so whatever. I love a bit of a to duck and vibe, but not a to duck and. Right, fair that enough. That shit cray. That is pretty crazy. It's weird that we've talked about to duck and a lot. We've talked about it a lot. I just like, I just, I think I need to watch a video just how they get the other one inside the other one. There, if it, you know what we're talking about, essentially a duck inside of a turkey. Inside of a chicken. It's just such a, a weird a concept. To duck Chicken in. inside a duck inside a turkey. That's a lot. That's not cool. Mm. That scares me a little bit. Any which way, we got very distracted just then. So let's talk about the status at the end of that eating situation. Ooh, um, buffering, 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 vom. Yes. Yes. We were all packed to the brim and we were all trying to be super classy, but then it just, everyone sort of slowly started to slump down into their chair. Bellies started to pop out a bit, get a bit rounder and rounder. We all had to rub each other's bellies. I was feeling (laughs) sick. I was feeling sick. Yeah, me too. And yeah. so little old me sitting over here was like, guys, I really want to get dessert. And that was when we had made the decision that I was going to have to come back for lobster and dessert because we couldn't get it. <laughs> Can I come on that date? Because I really want Can dessert I too. I want to come too. Sound, yeah, I mean, like, sounds like Jack's getting kicked out. It's just, I think, <laughs> should we go again and then review dessert no, on a I separate want Jack episode? There. Oh, he can come if he wants. <laughs> I think that it's time to go to order off the menu. Order off the menu is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. 
B, do we want to start with you? Because I think it's quite obvious. Absolutely. $2.5 million ain't buying joggers and jeans, bitches. That's it. It's bougie. It is very, very bougie. Bougie. And there was a little like, look, looking around the room, there was beautiful ladies dressed to the nine. There were beautiful men dressed to the nine. Um, It's a bougie place. You know, the maitre d' and the people sitting you as well are also in like sort of suits. and. Yes, that's so true. The the wait staff, when the wait staff are quite formal, it even adds that extra level of class, doesn't it? Absolutely. So bougie all the way a a a higher Libby you're pointing to yourself so I think I'll throw it to you now um dollars for le dishes I pointed to myself because I wanted to go next because I'm still I know I always say I'm nervous but I'm I'm not nervous about this one I'm just you can't let the lobster overshadow the whole thing this is what you definitely can well this is the whole situation how do we how do we actually do value for money or dollars for dishes when you've got something priced at $60, which is the best thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> like, I think she's going to cry. I would pay so much for that. I would pay all my savings to eat that every day. Oh, You have to rate the whole thing, though. You're not going there just for that. I know. So if you think about it, the stale bread, <laughs> the risotto, <laughs> the lobster <laughs> the lobster ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> sound effects just add them into the pot yeah I'm here for it and then obviously I didn't eat either of your dishes but by all accounts quite good oh I rated yeah. them highly so yeah. it is hard to say I think that the reality of it we, we obviously didn't get any wine or two glasses but it was still $80 a head it's expensive so it's just is quite expensive and I think keeping that in mind I have to give it a three out of five. Okay. Just a flat three out of five. Is that okay? It feels right. I thought you were going to go higher just purely because of lobster, but if you're rating like the whole thing. I'm trying to take your advice and rate the whole thing. Which is what we have to do because some people are not going to go there and try the lobster. Some no. people don't like seafood. You being one. You. Me being she's, one of them. She's thinking from her perspective. Right I, I wasn't, but now that you say that, I, I remembered I'm here. So, yeah. Oh. Can I ask <laughs> Can I ask around the grounds? Like, what would you guys think at, for value for money? Yes, you can. Because I was part of the lobster party and I was also part of your steak and chicken party. Wow, I had a lot of different <laughs> meats. <laughs> she's like, God, surf turf and <laughs> all the rest. And I had the best time. Like I seriously, I wasn't just... asking about time. I was asking about value for money. Wait till I get to it. <laughs> we're just we're going through, you know, back through memory lane. <laughs> I seriously just was in heaven. Every mouthful was stunning. Obviously, the lobster took the cake. But in saying that, my mains were amazing too. I would say every cent was relatively worth it. So you saying something like near a four? I would say a four point two. But I this is why I'm not in charge of value for money. <laughs> Because take my fucking money. Take my money. <laughs> I mean, let's think about it. Let's go walk with me here. Walk with me here. Walking. We're back on the street. You know, Vogue said what it was. McClay Street mm-hmm. is great, as Bella told us. Best strip in Sydney. Best strip in Sydney. Um, not strippers, strip. Um, maybe there are there. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, what? Let's go back to Rhea Pizzeria. How much was that? I think it was like 55 Yeah, a head. Okay. And so, like, that is 55 a head for those three pizzas. Mm. And what did we get for, what, $25 more? True. An amazing time with lobsters. I'm just, True. you know, you got to, like, I'm just thinking about it in that sense. I would almost push it higher than a three. Okay, this oh. is good. Yeah. We did get an extra glass of wine at Rhea Pizza. Not that that adds that much, but hey, another but $20. Hey, think about the, the sparkling water. We didn't even pick that bone. 
that's a great point. I asked for sparkling water thinking it would be a glass. It was an entire bottle. I was in heaven, but it was a lot of water. Uh, how much was that? What, nine fifty? Yes, I agree with you, but I think that you wouldn't walk out of there going, yes, I got really good value for money. You know, you walk out of there being like, yes, that was a really good meal. Okay, yes, and this is the whole thing, right, because – oh, this is where you get your mind confused because it's like we're not just like, oh, was it great? It's like for the money that you put down, did you get it back? And if you get it back in the experience, that's just as good. But we're chatting food. Chatting food. So I think that I'm going to have to stick with a three out of five because I just think that you've got to be warned if you're going here that you're going to drop some money. You get that from the vibe. It's certainly not a surprise that you're going to do that. But I don't think this is somewhere you go every day. This is certainly a special occasion place. So three out of five for me. Belle. Mate or date? Well, that actually, Libby, brings it nicely into what I'm about to say. It is definitely a special occasion. So date. All 100%. right. Or yeah. even if it's your mum's birthday, any sort of person that you love in your life, take them there for that occasion because it is simply special. Like I can't think of a better word. I just think it's a special place. I think that that's a really, really great way to sum that up. Thanks, Bill. No worries. On that beautifully high note, I think it's time for food features and fails which is the last bit of the podcast where we discuss a beautiful fail or a <laughs> terrible feature from our week. Hmm, nice. <laughs> See what I did there? Keep on your toes. Switch the descriptors. I'll go first. All right, okay. give it to us. So you're both sitting there in silence. Um, <laughs> East Phoenix fail. So- <laughs> Was that the – did you go first so that I couldn't use this? No, but if you want to do a double fail, I'm here for it. No, honey, it's fine. I don't want to do that to them. Yeah, I'm failing the Chinese placement on the weekend. I'm sorry, but I'm just not here for it. <laughs> and you've already taken us through it, but um, give it to us again. Why was it so bad? Well, it was cold. It was dry. It was lacking flavor. They I forgot didn't get our, a fortune cookie. She didn't get a fucking fortune. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, if that doesn't scream fucking fail, I don't know what doesn't. <laughs> I'm swearing a lot because I'm heated now. Yeah, settle. Saucepan. Anyway, so just a failure. And it was just, what? what's the size of that restaurant? That could be a gym. It's seriously it's well, huge. It's huge grounds. Apparently they're a chain. Apparently they're quite good. I just think Prudence is a liar. And also, <laughs> like, if, you, if you're going to go, make sure you've sculled at least a bottle before you go in. I think what it sounds like here for you is that you were oversold and underdelivered. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know what I did like? I was in charge of ordering for our table. And I think this was a win for us, Bella. You let me know. Because I saw the banquet menu, right? It was $45 a head. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've done this rodeo before. I know that that's probably not going to be value for money. So I took over ordering, ordered way too much food. Everyone was happy about it. What was $38 a head? But maybe that's why your food wasn't as good as the table next to you. Why? Because banquet food's better. Because like chef special, like chef's choice. No, nah, it was the same stuff. Like it was the same stuff. Like the special pork dumplings, the Mongolian lamb, the special fried rice. Like it was all the same. It was just like maybe one or two dishes less. Right. Not nice. So win for me. Fail for the place. Fail for the place. Anyway, I feel like I went on a rant. So Bella, <laughs> Bella, food feature or fail, my darling? My darling, I'm going to go a feature this week. Oh, love that for you. Yes. So last Thursday was one of my dear friends, Margot, and a huge fan of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Mags. OG uh, listener. Literally, listener one number one. Yes, God bless her. Anyway, it was her birthday. Happy birthday, Margot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so for her birthday, we all went to, and I'm going to butcher this probably, but Las Bagaya 
if anyone is familiar with Coogee, it is on Coogee Bay Hotel Road. So it, and this is one of her favorite Italian restaurants. She thinks that it's the best in Sydney. That is a big call. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I 100% agree on her, but it was her birthday. So I was just saying yes. (laughs) (laughs) The food was quite amazing. We ended up just getting heaps of different dishes, pizza, pastas, and just put it all on our plates. And it was like an Italian little fiesta. Oof, yum. Question, how was the pizza base? Pretty damn good. Chewy and thick and yum. All of that. Except my one bone to pick was their prosciutto pizza. And as you guys know, I love my prosciutto pizza. You do. There was a lot of prosciutto. Oh. Oh, that is not usually a feedback. I know, but it was just like. (laughs) Like, we're like, oh no. Do you want some pizza with your prosciutto? Is that kind of what it was? Right, okay. Interesting bone to pick from you, but nice Mm. feature. Libby, you're looking really impatient. Do you have a food feature available for us? I think I'm just feeling the disappointment that you guys are all about to feel for me. So I do have a fail this week. I also went to an Italian restaurant on Saturday night called Vino Cucina in Paddington. So just on Glenmore Road. Jack and I actually went after the AFL. Anyway, we're feeling very sprightly. As I'd said, we drank a lot because we were freezing in the cold. Yeah, nice. Get that little uh, liquor blanket going. That's it. That's it. And we'd been to the pub with some friends and then we're like, we'll go out to dinner. Get to dinner. Why don't we get another bottle of wine? How good? Why not? I love that energy. I love when Lit Libby's out. Lit Libby is a sight. (laughs) Sorry. In any case, we were like, yes, this would be amazing. We look at the, the wine list and you know how we are. Second cheapest. Third cheapest, maybe. <laughs> Second cheapest is the way to go. It's the way to go. And we actually, I think we might have gone maybe fourth cheapest. Like we weren't Ooh. even. Oh, someone's had some drinks and they're splashing the cash. <laughs> Seriously. So Jack orders the wine. All good. We have an awesome dinner. Finish the dinner. Go to pay the bill. First of all, we thought that we could use our Dine and Discover voucher. Oh. And it was Monday to Thursday nights. Oh, no. Not sat. Did not- they actually put that clause on there? Yep. Is it oh, everywhere? That's shitty. No, just at, yeah, I think they just chose at this place. So then we're already like, oh no, oh, we're $25 down. Then we get $25 the down. <laughs> we get the bill and we realize, well, actually, we didn't realize till we'd already paid and I had to run back in and be like, excuse me, can I please get the receipt? We'd actually ordered and got the $100 bottle of wine. What the fuck? <laughs> so we thought we were getting a $70 bottle of wine and instead we ended up with a $100 bottle of wine. Because you were so drunk that you weren't... N- yeah, did you think they knew that you were lit? No, we weren't like that obviously drunk, right? Mm. We were- <laughs> Did you actually order it or did they do one on you? That's what we don't know, but we definitely drank it. <laughs> yeah, but it could have been the cheaper bottle that you drank. No, 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 because we... We, oh, you knew the language. We knew, but we just didn't think about it at the time. And so the worst part about this whole situation is actually not paying $100 for the bottle. The worst part and the fail on our behalf is that we didn't get to enjoy it as if it was a $100 bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, this is just like the fourth cheapest, the yeah. third cheapest, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's us. You're not like, oh, this cost me an arm and leg. Sip, sip, sip. sip, sip. sip. Taste all the tannins, taste, taste. you know. Goggle, goggle, goggle. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were both just like. Walking home like, wow, we're stupid. Like, seriously. Well, I don't I necessarily think it's your fault. If, I was going to say, yeah. Like, do you reckon they screwed you over? I think that we just were like, oh, can we get this one? And they said it to us. And then Jack just said, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you just didn't realize how expensive it was. No. Mm. I, I still think that's a screwing over. You don't know exactly what you're ordering, but they know exactly what every different thing is. And they're like, oh, yeah, this one. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, true. And also it was quite funny because the guy said to Jack when we ordered it, 
And like, I'm pretty sure Jack even pointed across on the menu to the one that said $70. But anyway, the guy was like, oh, great choice. <laughs> we should have known. That was the sign. Mm, that was the I sign. I feel like they say great choice to every choice. Well, that's what we thought. Anyway, whatever. Now you know it means that you're accidentally getting the wrong <laughs> Double. Yeah. Learn from my mistakes, everybody. Double check that wine order before you open the bottle. Well, Lib, I'm sorry to hear it. I'm delighted you had a fail, though. So it's about time. And listeners. If you have enjoyed what is in your ears, as always, please leave us a review, give us a rating, and make sure you tell that neighbor, that friend, that colleague about the podcast. The more people you tell, the more people listen, the more we can be in your ears. That's absolutely right, B. And while you're there, make sure that you jump onto our Facebook community. That's obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. And while you're there, jump onto Instagram and give us a follow on Obviously Good Podcast where you can see pics from today's episode and every other episode. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.